Not all faith communities have welcomed the government's announcement that places of worship in England can reopen for private prayer. The Catholic Church has been pushing for that change for many weeks, but Muslim and Jewish communities who place more emphasis on communal prayer will not be rushing to open mosques or synagogues. To explore some of those differences in approach and the challenges of reopening during a continuing pandemic, we're joined by the Reverend Canon Chris Thomas, General Secretary of the Catholic Bishops' Conference of England and Wales, Rabbi Nikki Liss, Rabbi of Highgate Synagogue and Chair of the Rabbinical Council of the US, and Hassan Judy, Deputy Secretary General of the Muslim Council of Britain. Welcome. Good morning to all of you. Good morning. Good morning. Can I get a quick reaction from each of you, actually, to this move from the government, allowing places of worship to open for, for private prayer you've been pushing for this as i say uh, father chris for quite some time your, your your reaction to what's happening this weekend we're very happy uh, about the decision of the government um one of the things that we've been pushing for is for government to recognize that faith isn't a sort of single block of uh, of understanding it's got incredible diversity not only amongst faiths but also within the different religions as well and so in allowing us to open our churches and places of worship, what the government is recognising is that that diversity is being recognised. And uh, I must pay tribute to uh, Lord Stephen Greenhold, the, the uh, Minister for Faith, for taking that on board through the conversations that have been had with him. Uh, Rabbi Nicky, uh, will this make any difference to life at present within your community? Good morning, William. Good morning, everyone. And thank you so much for having me on the programme. The last three months have been incredibly painful for so many people, and I believe that it's critically important that we do not lose sight of that, even while welcoming this first step towards a full return to our places of worship as soon as it is safe to do so. And we look forward to that happening in early July with the beginning of phase three of the easing of the lockdown. Although this decision is not particularly practical for Jewish worship, we know that it will bring comfort and will be a blessing to many people of faith. I just say a little bit more about that, why it's not practical for Jewish worship. Um, Although we have a concept of um, individual prayer, not many people choose to do that in the synagogue. They'll do that at home. Um, And also to open up our buildings, um, have tremendous security considerations uh, when we're talking about a few people coming in. In the main, our worship is done in a communal setting. Some of this, we're seeing this now, aren't we, Hassan? Some of this difference in approaches to the unlocking is shaped by theological understanding of prayer and the, and the place of prayer within communities. How does it work within the Muslim community? Yes, um, certainly. So I'm just echoing really what, what Rabbi um, Nikki just said there with regards to the, you know, the last couple of months being you know, a challenging time for everyone. And just picking up on your point there, certainly you know, there's a saying in Islam by Prophet Muhammad that there is 27 times more reward to pray your prayer together as a congregation um, than to pray on your own. You know, such is the emphasis on praying together in Islam. Uh, and of course, you can pray on your own, but you can do that at home. Or you can do it anywhere, really. Um, but really, the main for Muslims, the main reason to come to the mosque in the first place um, is to pray together in congregation and, of course, to meet others and to socially interact as well. Uh, which brings us, Father Chris, to this this interesting difference in emphasis as regards prayer between communal and private prayer within the Catholic Church and, and a very distinctive understanding of the presence of God in physical space. Outline for us, if you would, some, some of the theological thinking behind that. Well, 
Our churches are sacred spaces. Um, when churches are consecrated, um, the walls are anointed with a special oil called the oil of chrism, uh, which is a golden thread that runs through consecration and is used whenever anything, uh, person or object, is uh, consecrated to divine worship. And so um, the concept of sacred space is very important for us. Not only that, within our Catholic churches, we reserve the Blessed Sacrament, which is for us the sacramental presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. And even though our Lord taught us that we can pray anywhere, the coming together of people to pray in the presence of the Lord is very, very important to us. And we see this as a step to that full return to the celebration of Mass, which is the heart of what we believe in our church. If you go right back to the beginnings of the church, the four marks of the early Christian community was that they gathered together for fellowship, for the apostles' teaching, for the breaking mm. of bread and for prayer. But that also stemmed from what was happening in the home. So it moves from the home into the church, uh, when the church gathers, and then out into the community. And that life of faith is then practiced in our work of charity. And there are many, many Catholics and Christians that are on the front line of our charitable works at the moment. The opening of our churches for individual prayer is a real step for us to come back into the presence of the Lord, to allow his grace to come upon us, and then to take that what we receive there out into the world so that uh, mm. the world can be assisted by that charitable work. And let's just flesh out how this works out in terms of Jewish thinking, Rabbi Nicky, because there is an important concept here, isn't there, of the minion and, and of the way in which you might gather for prayer or worship. Yes, yeah, so in Hebrew, a synagogue is actually called a base hakanesses, a house of gathering. It's where we pray together, study together, socialise and plan our acts of communal chesed, loving kindness together. Mm. And the concept of communal prayer is learnt from a verse in Leviticus 22, and I says God will be sanctified among the children of Israel. The Talmud then teaches us that the concept of a minion, a quorum of ten, being the minimum size for congregational prayer, is derived from another verse that we should be reading where we in synagogue this coming uh, Shabbat, where the term Ada, meaning congregation, is used to describe the ten spies who brought back a negative report of the land of Israel. And so certain key elements of our service, such as Kaddish, a prayer said by mourners, and the reading of the Torah may only be done in the presence of at least 10. Ah. And so when we have our return, that will bring significant comfort to our mourners, as well as many others. So the 10 spies tradition rather than the, the Ten Commandments? Correct. Yes, it's the, the concept of congregation, and that's where the word is used in the, in the Torah mm. in, uh, in Numbers. Father Chris... What are you doing? What are you, what are you putting in place in terms of measures that would enable you to have people negotiating sacred space during a pandemic? Ordinarily, people might feel free to touch objects, for example, within the church. Um, how, do you, how do you facilitate any or all of that? Well, we've asked all of our churches to uh, have stewards uh, to make sure that there's good social distancing within the church. There will be uh, hand sanitation both at entry and exit. And people are, are being asked not to venerate objects, but to, to use their, the, the visuality uh, mm. uh, to allow them to enter into that sacred space. You know, we, we've been very careful about making sure that the opening of, the ch of our churches is not going to 
uh, cause any spikes in in coronavirus uh, transmission. We're really concentrating on minimising risk and seeing this as a step whereby we get into our mentality the way of going to church so that when the government does allow us to have that corporate worship again, which really is at the heart of what we are about, then we will have in our minds and in our practice the good ways and the safe ways of entering into church. So yes, there, there, are, there will be uh, differences for people going into, uh, into Catholic churches uh, because uh, it's, it's part and parcel of our tradition that we pay a visit. I mean, every time I go out, if I walk past a Catholic church, I'll always call in and say a few prayers no matter where I'm found. And so there will be differences because there will be stewards, there will be sanitation, there will be cleaning, regular cleaning of our churches, and also a social distancing. Uh, what about you, Hassan? Have you been personally affected by not being able to attend a, a physical place of worship? Of course, I think for all faith communities, Muslims included, it's been a very, you know, heartbreaking um, last three months of lockdown and, you know, for the foreseeable future still as well, having to um, now adapt how our places of worship will be um, open to congregations from a vastly reduced um, numbers. Um, but I think with everything, we have to stay positive. Um, and, you know, if, if there's anything that our faith teaches us is that, you know, through adversity, um, there is strength and we will learn a lot more about ourselves, hopefully through these last few weeks and months of lockdown that will make us stronger going forward. And you, of course, have been through the experience of Ramadan during during the pandemic. We've got Rosh Hashanah and Yom, uh, Yom Kippur coming up. Maybe you could give Nikki a bit of advice from your experience about um, how they might manage some of those big celebrations and festivals. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the good the good news is the good news is it's three months until those <laughs> come about. There's a there's I, a man consumed by optimism. <laughs> absolutely. Um, you, you talk about how we've been affected by personally affected, and I won't lie, in the last three months have been personally very, very challenging, as well as being the busiest and most pressured time of my life. Though my family, my faith and the weather have carried me through. And I've also been inspired by the way our community have come together with a remarkable acts of kindness to help each mm. other. But towards the outset of the crisis, I saw a meme which gave me a lot of comfort. It, it noted that over the millennia, Jews have had synagogues closed out of hate, but this time we're closing them out of love for one another All right. to protect each other. Rabbi, thank you very much, Rabbi Nikki Liss, Father Chris Thomas and Hassan Judy.